Hello, everyone, and welcome to Glowing Weak Point, uh, the show where I talk about how I got bit by a dog and almost watched my Hispanic neighbor get shot by the cops. Oh, no. I'm John. <laughs> this is my co-host, Wombat. Hey, Wombat, what's your Glowing Weak Point? Uh, can I not? <laughs> <laughs> nope. You must. Um, my, my Glowing Weak Point, oh, God, is... Jesus. John, can I tell you something? <laughs> what? I've just been in a real bad funk the last I'm sorry, who dude. knows how many weeks. I've just been laid up in my house. All I I'm do sorry, is dude. watch Doctor Who. That's all I do. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just don't want to do anything else. Every now and then, I drag myself to my computer and, and I force mm. myself to play, like, an hour of a game. Usually Hades. <laughs> I've been trying to keep up going to the gym, but the last couple weeks it's been really difficult. Uh, Alright, what what day do you go to the gym usually? Do you, do you have, like, a Monday, Wednesday, Friday sort of schedule you go, or, or um, It's usually something like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay. Monday, yeah. Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. All right. Cool. Sometimes I do Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, though. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start... I'm going to start pressuring... Pressuring you. <clears throat> <laughs> words, words are hard for me today. Um, cool. Yep. Well, that's that's... That's unfortunate. I I hope you get out of your funk. I hope so. Um, I I have also not been playing much video games. I have instead been uh, huge deep diving into work and getting a lot of stuff done there. So, I mean, it's it's good. Right. At least but, you're being productive. I am no yeah. longer a productive member of society, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> Uh, poor wombat. Um, all right. Well, that's that's fun. Yep. So, uh, tell me about the horrible stuff. <laughs> all right. No glowing weak point for me. Just straight into the shit. I mean, I thought your glowing weak point was that you uh, <laughs> you worked on your game. Uh, yeah. I, I suppose it is. Um, so yeah, uh, my Saturday, yes, my Saturday was very weird. Um, it was, it was a normal day for most of it. And then, uh, we got to the, the afternoon, my wife got home from work and, uh, she wanted to go for a walk. I'm like, I got shit I gotta do, but fine, I'll go for a walk. And my dogs were being bad, so didn't didn't want to take them for the walk, so we just locked them up. And Aww, uh, poor Luton Hector. Yeah, and then uh, we started going on this walk, and it was nice. And we we got about um, uh, about a uh, fifty yards down the road, and that's not far. Then, <laughs> no, <laughs> and then we saw we saw two loose dogs. Okay. And 
I didn't recognize either of them. I know most of the dogs in the neighborhood, and so um, random wild dogs. Well, one of them had a collar on them. Okay, so at least one of them is not a stray. It's just lost. Yeah, and they were interacting with each other very well. So it seemed like they were probably together. But, I mean, dogs are Um, dogs. Like, they make friends instantly sometimes, so. Sometimes, but, you know, it's, it's not exactly common to see two at at least in my area it's not common to see like a pack of wild dogs <laughs> um a wild you, pack you, of you, family dogs yeah you, you, yeah so um so you know we we're responsible citizens so we we try and you know capture them <laughs> And I can't come over here, and the one with the collar runs right on over. And okay. my wife, like, pets it for a moment and then picks it up, and it's it's a puppy. Like, it's a puppy puppy, and, and she's holding it. No tag on. Damn. <laughs> and the, collar, the but other no one, tag. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Right. Um, <laughs> and the other one doesn't look like it has a collar or anything, and it's very skittish. Like, hey, I try, like, getting low and just crouching and just holding out my hand, and it doesn't, it doesn't want to do anything with me. Um, and so, like, I try, like, easing forward a little bit. It runs, like, twice as far the opposite direction. So I've got nothing to entice this dog over, and we've already got the other dog, and so I'm like, all right, you stay here, I'll run back to the house, grab some treats and, like, a leash and stuff, because we, we keep extra leashes and collars for exactly this situation. Um, it's not Y'all the first time we've had to do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I run back uh we've had to like chase the dog a little bit further down the road at this point so i'm like i'm just gonna get the car and drive around the neighborhood because it's basically a giant circle uh and come at it the other way (laughs) and so i i stop at a point and get out and like try and approach the dog from the opposite direction and it runs over to this house that i have in the past seen like Every time I've gone to this house, I've seen, like, three or four adults and five or six children and a bajillion dogs. Like, it seems like there's just loads of people and animals there all the time. And I recognize one of the dogs that's... Or both Two of the dogs that are there and the one I've been kind of trying to get uh, runs up past a guy, uh, this Hispanic man, and down towards... Uh, the other dogs and like chills with them okay uh and and my wife walks up at this point with the other dog still in her arms and uh <laughs> and i'm like uh are these your dogs and he says no and then he tells me that uh his front door is swung wide open and there's something weird on the door and he heard bloody murder from across the street and the sound what? of a saw and uh, his phone died right as he was calling 911. <laughs> so I'm like, you need a phone? He's like, yes. So I just hand him my phone immediately. Like, go ahead. 
<laughs> I don't know this situation. Here's a phone. Right. Um, and so I'm just kind of staying there, trying to, like, still halfway catch the other dog, but, because he said no. Like, he said the two dogs weren't his. I recognize the other two dogs here as being from this house, because they've always been there. One of them is, like, a medium-sized dog, and it, uh... We've always been cautious about it because it does not seem like it's a very friendly dog. Um, and so when we've there's so many dogs, dogs in the story. Yes, there are four dogs. Uh, so there's <laughs> there are there's too many chihuahua. dogs for the story. Also, I there's didn't a... think it was going to tie directly into the police almost killing your neighbor. Oh yeah, no, it yeah. <laughs> There's a I thought chihuahua. these would be two separate stories, but no, they are one connected <laughs> <Correct>. story. <laughs> one very connected story. There's a chihuahua named Max. There's a medium brown bitey dog that I never figured out the name for. There's uh, the little uh, fluffy dog that I'm trying to chase, and then there's the puppy, whose name is Hazel, as we come to learn at the end of the story. So it does have somewhat two of, of these a good dogs ending, I guess. Names. Yes. <laughs> I don't know the other two. Uh, oh, uh, Ella. The the fluffy dog's name is Ella. Okay. Um, but the bitey uh, dog is the one you don't know about. Correct. Except that they suck. Um, <laughs> so except that I'm... that animal is a bitch. <laughs> yes. Except probably not, but... <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, um, so, like, he he said that Ella and uh, the other dog that I... Hazel don't belong to him. So I'm, like, trying to catch Ella still. Uh, but, uh, like, Ella runs up the road a bit. I'm, like, tossing treats after her that smell awesome by the way these are like great smelling treats and i don't know why any dog wouldn't want them and uh finally like she picks one up and then just keeps running <laughs> but she like she like turns around and like slips past me and goes back to the house and just sits there at the house with the guy and the other dogs she's and, like i will take that and fuck you yeah and, and so at this point i'm like it's not my problem anymore like, right. <laughs> like clearly it's it wants to be with these other dogs and this guy's here so i'm just gonna let that be continue um, on your walk let's let's yeah well no because the guy's got my cell phone because he's calling the cops right so uh <laughs> so i'm just waiting around he's he's on the line with them for a bit and two cop cars pull up down the street and four cops get out, and uh, he had asked for a wellness check for both his house, because the door is swung wide open, there's no, like, it's silent in there, and across the street, the the bloody murder, and I can't hear anything at this point, so, like, whatever happened, happened. And I feel like um, at this point, you need to get your phone back so that you can record everything the police do. <laughs> so he's still got the phone, uh, he's talking to the the. Um, uh, talking to 911 as a cop walks up to him and is like, uh, you the guy who called? Uh, I'm gonna need you to put your arms behind your back. And, what? uh, and like, like, he walks up and immediately, 
like moves to handcuff the guy. What? He's the one who called nine one one. Yes, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like holy shit. Uh, <laughs> cool, cool. Cop walks up, sees a Hispanic dude. Um, immediately tries to lock him up. Great, awesome. amazing. So I'm I'm standing there watching, and uh, his his uh, other cop buddy walks up, and she's like. No, he's the guy who lives there. <laughs> and he's, like, still holding the guy's arms behind his back. And to his credit, the the dude who called, like, my neighbor is, is like, being very calm this whole time. <laughs> Which, yeah, uh, was the smart move to, to I take. I mean, he shouldn't have to be, Even, but he knows that if he, he isn't, the police will just yes. murder him. Y- correct. Like, <laughs> like it's, it sucks, but, uh... Good for him for not uh, making this worse than it had to be. Um, so uh, she blames uh, her her fellow cops' attitude on being afraid of the dogs. Um, oh, oh, did I they kill the any first... of the dogs? Police are no, known for no, doing they... that, also. Correct, and I was terrified of that. <laughs> um, and that's that's why. Uh, so I have to backtrack just a little bit. Uh, when I, you know, I first interacted with him, gave him my phone, and then I was, I walked away to go try and get the other dog that was running off, and Bitey Dog ran up and bit me in the ass. Damn. <laughs> like, like, straight up just, just chomped on my ass. Like, he got his teeth in it? Uh, I mean, I wear jeans constantly, so, uh, he didn't, like, break through or anything, but Oh, that's hurt. good. <laughs> yeah, it, it it hurt. At least you don't um, have to like get a rabies shot. Yeah, no, but the dog bit me in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that sucks, but you weren't bleeding and you're not gonna get infected, so <laughs> Yeah. Um, so uh so like the uh the the cops calm down a little bit, they're talking with the guy trying to figure out what's what's going on, who they need to check out and stuff, and I'm like I have no bearing on this anymore. So I'm like, hey, he, he, he goes to give me the phone. He's like, that the phone belongs to him. Can you give the phone to him? And so the cop gives me my phone back. I'm like, thank you. I tell the guy, if you need anything, I'm just down the street. Here's my address, 123 place name. Uh, just, you know, if you need anything, any reason, just come and get me. Because... If one of those cops shoots the dog, my wife will go to prison. Because <laughs> my wife is with me right now. And she and will know, murder that man. Yeah, and I know that she loves dogs, and it, it will either... She will kill herself, or she will kill them. One way or the other, it, it's going to destroy her. So I'm like, all right, we're going now. Twenty percent <laughs> chance of a murder suicide. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I, 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 on the one hand, want to be here to be with the guy and and make sure nothing happens, but also like, the the girl cop seems like she's got a cool level head on her shoulders, so I'm less worried. Um, and also I have to get my wife out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so we we dri- we drive home with the dog that we found and that we have and it's happy and it's you know we're petting it and this is Hazel uh, but 
yeah, Hazel. And uh, we get home and we we have a chain on our front porch for when we want to like swing on the front porch and let our dogs wander wander around out there. Uh, so we lock her up there because I don't want her in the house. I don't know if she's got fleas. Uh, that's a whole lot of expense that I can't handle. <laughs> like right. I can I I I can't take care of getting fleas out of my house and my both of my dogs. So that can't happen. Even if they've got their shots and stuff and they they take their medicine, uh-uh. <laughs> you don't want to you know you don't want to just throw oil on fire. Like, no. like if if there's a chance, don't. Um, so we water it, give it some food, take a picture, put it on like next door and stuff. And, and then like, what do we do? Like, also, isn't this only like 50 yards away from the house that is currently being? No, 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 no. That's the opposite side of the neighborhood at this point. Oh, okay. We had to chase the dog around the neighborhood and I I drove around the opposite way. So yeah. You've done a whole lot to get to that point. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm secluded from that situation at this point. And, um, so we're like, well, we can't take it to a shelter because it's the evening now. The shelters are closed. Um, all the vets are closed except for, I managed to find one. One so of those after hours like, vets that costs like $500 more than all the others. I don't know. I mean, it is an extended hour vet, but it, uh, like... I, I didn't know anything. I was just like, hey, I found this dog. Can you do a, um, a chip check so you can see if they're microchipped? And they're like, we're slammed right now. But <laughs> uh, if you, uh, you know, so we can't like come to you or anything. And I'm like, no, no, I don't want you to do that. I was just going to drive up there. And, 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 and they're like, like okay, but if yeah, you can you- come in, we can just like swipe the machine over it and see. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I do is I, I we, we get in the car again, we drive over there and um uh they pull out the machine and they, they wave it over the shoulders and nothing. <laughs> I need to get my dogs microchipped because they don't wear yes. collars and they don't have microchips. Oh gosh, do it. Please <laughs> please do it. Please do it. For the future me that has to deal with this, please. Everyone needs like at least have a microchip. And but last really night, having the, a color and tags is best. Last night Azra got out of the house and she just booked it down the fucking street. It's the it's yes. like ten o'clock at night and I'm I'm chasing after this dark as night dog down a poorly lit street. <laughs> please get them microchipped. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I like, so there's no microchip and I'm like, damn it. Cause it's a Saturday and everything's closed on Sunday. So it won't be until Monday that I'll be able to bring it to like a shelter or something. So, uh, <laughs> um, and I'm like, well, I, you know, they, they asked me, what are you going to do with it? And I'm like, I, I guess we'll just take care of it until we can take it to a shelter. We already posted about it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's rough. I was like, yeah, and I've got two dogs, so I don't really want it in the house because you know the the you know probably has fleas or something. Well, I mean, you're being a good Samaritan. Uh, we should probably do something too. Uh, we could give you a quick flea check if you'd like. Like, 
that would be fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. And and they go, they take her to the back, and we go with uh, them, and she's like, they're like, oh, she's a girl, and uh, no fleas here, and oh. They have fleas. <laughs> Damn. Like, no. Do you want to buy, like, a, we can do a flea thing for, like, 20 bucks, and it'll kill the fleas within 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah, I'll spend twenty bucks to, to to be able to bring that to dog into the house this and not random have a, dog. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the right thing to do for the dog. It's the right thing to do for just caring for it for us. So it makes sense. I'll I'll spend twenty bucks on it. Um, and so they they give the the medicine and a high calorie snack because it's so uh underfed it looks like it i mean it's it's not like skin and bones but it's not like a nice full body and uh which basically was a syringe of maple syrup like okay (laughs) that's that's what a high calorie snack is all right (laughs) yep she loved that um so we you know we pay and and honestly that vet was fantastic they they honestly cared and they weren't trying to fleece us or anything and they they tried to fit us in any way they could and we're quick about it and it it made me want to switch vets to them <laughs> like <laughs> like they were genuinely good human beings um that's good yeah and so we we are bringing them back and i'm like when we left, the guy, the, the police were gone, but the guy was still sitting outside of his house. Uh, if he's still sitting outside, I'm just going to stop there on the way back in and, uh, you know, get out and see if he needs anything. Uh-huh. So I get out. Uh, he's, he's still there. I get out, and he's like, I'm like, are you doing okay, man? He's like, I'm missing some dogs. And... Uh, <laughs> And then he looks through the window at my wife holding Hazel in the back seat, and he's like, "Is that Hazel?" I'm like, "Yes, thank you." <laughs> uh, so yeah, I like. <laughs> it was his dog, and uh, so we passed it off to him right then, and and he was missing one other dog that he thought had run into the house, and so I was like, "All right, I can I can wait here if you uh uh want to go in." And he's like, yeah, I don't want you to go in there. I don't even want to go in there. Um, what the fuck is the happening in just, there? The, the, the cops just came, looked around everything, and then left. Useless. Like, that's all. Yeah. Uh, I, and I never heard what happened across the street, but it might have just been a you know, wife angry at her husband or something. Um, Some kind of like minor domestic dispute. Yeah. Uh, so... I, uh, I'm waiting around outside while he goes in and, um, he, there's, there's, I've got two dogs with me. I've got, um, bitey dog and I've got Hazel and I send my wife to go look for, uh, the dog that she had first tried to find, you know, the, the fluffy one, Ella. Uh Uh, so she's like driving around the neighborhood now looking to see if she can find that dog. And, uh, he's, he takes a really long time in there 
and he finally comes out with Ella, and he's like, all right, I found her. This is good. Um, and then he's like, where's Max? I'm like, I don't know who Max is. Is Max the Chihuahua? Yeah, yeah, Max, my first dog, the Chihuahua. Like, I haven't seen them since I got here. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I call up my wife, and I'm like, all right, now we're looking for Max. Who's the, uh... <laughs> uh <laughs> The Chihuahua. She's like, well, I haven't seen them either, but at least we found Ella, and she keeps going on her trip. And he goes back inside to see if he can find Max. And it's at this point that, um, you know, he's in there for a bit. Uh, and Bitey Dog walks up and bites me on the hand. Okay. And br- and breaks skin. Okay. Now go get and- a rabies shot. And then bites my thigh and then bites my leg. Okay. And is like tugging on me. And I'm like, hey, dude, your dog's biting me. <laughs> and he comes out right then. And so the dog runs over to him. And he had found Max. So cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, so I'm going to leave now. Do you need anything? And he's like, nah. And he tells me what's happened. And I tell him that, you know, we. Uh, Hazel had fleas and we took care of them and he offered to pay and I said no because he's got enough shit going on uh, and we we went back as as soon as possible so I could wash my hand and clean it out with alcohol and stuff so it never bled uh, it, it just tore the skin oh, and okay. de- deeply bruised it underneath there is uh, what almost looks like a puncture but again it I never bled or anything, so, um, and, uh, I'm up to date on my tetanus shot and don't really want to kill the dog to see if I, you know, need to take a fort, uh, 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 rabies thing, because that's the only way to check, and, yeah, I don't really... Uh, he's got enough going on. I don't want to just kill his dog. Know, hey, yeah, your your dog bit me, so we need to kill it. Uh, no, let's let's not do that. So if you have rabies, you just have it. I mean, I'll figure it out. <laughs> It'll be late, but yeah, I guess I'll find out if you're laid up in the hospital next week. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that so yeah, was a apparent, lot. A, apparently, his house has been targeted recently. They've had people, um, uh, walking around, peering in at night, um, uh, just on their property, walking around. Uh, they've had um, their car seats stolen out of their car. The fuck. Uh, like, yeah, like, a lot of shit's been happening to them. Who steals a car seat? I don't know. I mean, car seats are expensive, but, yeah, who, <laughs> like... Who's like, I need that car seat? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it, it sucks for them. <laughs> yeah. It really does. I was like, what, what's your plan? He's like, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna call my family and then um, go somewhere else for the night. <laughs> that's that's a good call, considering you're 
doors broken and uh, wide open. Like, yeah, yeah. He 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 got burgled. Is what it is. He doesn't know if anything's missing, but he got burgled. And yeah, that's definitely a burgle. Yeah. So, and I got bit four times by a dog once in the ass. Like, genuinely, my, my hand where it bit me still is a little sore. You know, that's just the cost of going on a walk when you didn't want to. Yeah. And <laughs> I I had this idea for, like, really detailed supper that I was, like, starting work on already uh-huh. when my wife got home. That didn't happen. And, and, yeah, and then she's like, let's go for a walk. And then later I'm like, you and your fucking walk. <laughs> <laughs> Never doing that again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was that was my weekend. Okay, all right, John, John, I've decided to do this in the inter intervening twenty minutes of your story. Um, okay. Okay, so I I am writing. <laughs> Every time I watch Doctor Who, I go to my computer and I rank the episode um, yeah. compared to other episodes. And I also write a little thing about it so that, like, in the future I can, like, look at this and remind myself about what the episode was like. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, John, pick a number between 1 and 15. Uh, twelve. Cause I always, I've always been interested in that one. Wait, what do you mean? I am picking number twelve. Okay, so these are the stories, not the doctors. These are all going to be first doctor stories. I, I know. That's where I I'm know. at. Okay. So, yeah. I'm all aware. right. I just don't understand what you mean by I've always been interested in twelve. Well, I, I mean. I have an older version of the list, and 12 is what I'm interested in. Oh, I see. Yeah, because you have uh, number 12. Oh, I see. Well, unfortunately yeah. for you, 12 is the Romans. Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh, so it would be 15 is what I'd want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one is probably never moving upwards. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, well, tell me about 15 then. Tell you about 15? Yeah. Okay. So 15 is an unearthly child. It is the very first Doctor Who story ever made. Yep. It is four episodes long, and only one of them is worth anything. <laughs> the very first episode, which is where the uh, the whole story gets its name... Um, is about uh, a, a girl named Susan Foreman who goes to Coal Hill School. And she has two teachers, Ian Chesterton and Barbara Wright. And yeah. they are confounded by the existence of this child. Because she has knowledge, like, beyond what they have. Um, her, her her understanding of silence of science is completely different from theirs um, she speaks about history as if she's been to some of it uh, and she has no idea like the value of currency or anything so one day 
Like the fucking weirdos they are, they follow Susan home from school. Yeah, which is creepy. Uh, but Susan walks down this back alley and into, like, a junkyard. And then she disappears into the junkyard, of which the only thing of note is a blue police box. And they're like, well, where the fuck did she go? And then shenanigans happen, and they end up inside the the TARDIS, and oh, it's bigger on the inside. Uh, And then, for some reason, the doctor just starts fucking... Uh, moving the TARDIS. I think they were outside for a moment, and then he starts fiddling with the controls, and then they come back inside and end up going along with him. Um, and then that's the end of anything good to say about an unearthly child. Uh, (laughs) because the next three episodes have them in caveman times. See, Dr... Doctor Who started as an idea for, like, an edutainment kind of show. Where we'll teach kids about history. We'll teach kids about history and science. And we'll kind of, like, flip back and forth between, like, super sci-fi shows to teach kids about the science. And then, like, purely historical shows to teach kids about history. And that's why um, Ian and Barbara are science and history teachers, respectively. Like, they're supposed to be there to do the teaching. Now, in practice, uh, that's all just kind of like artifacts from early workings of the show. (laughs) Because the show is never very informative about history. And absolutely all of the science is made up, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Even from the beginning. But they still attempt to do this thing where they flip back and forth between historical episodes and sci-fi episodes. And for some reason, the first historical episode they want to do is the creation of fire. The discovery of fire by man. And it's like, well, this is so far back that it's pointless. Everything is made up. It's pure speculation. We will never know how man first came to control fire. That's just... We can speculate yep, no, all we there's want. There's no way. <laughs> we can speculate all we want to, but we will never actually know how. The same way, we'll never really know how man invented the wheel. We, we won't. No. <laughs> it's been around so long. Well... Also, because in in both of those situations, it's like, yeah, knowing when man invented fire, cool, Uh, except for that probably happened, like, 200,000 times through history. (laughs) Well, there's that, and also, like, we kind of know when man first created fire, like, generally. Like, we have an idea, like, archaeological records can tell us when fire started being a thing we could just make. Yeah, but anything beyond that is impossible because it's before oral traditions were even a thing. You know, that's how far back (laughs) writing was not even an inkling in somebody's mind. (laughs) I mean, we don't even know if language was particularly a thing at that point. They definitely had a way to communicate. But as far as like 
actual speech yeah. or something. Yeah. It might have been... Communication and language is, is very... Like, yeah. animals communicate with each other, but animals don't have a language. Like, you, you can't... You can't learn how dogs speak and then speak dog. Right. Like... <laughs> It, we can piece like, together some ge- of their, like, cues, like their social cue- cues yeah. and stuff, but we can't communicate with a dog on a dog's level. Yeah, and, like, dogs aren't having conversations. They're they're saying, like, happy, hungry, <laughs> confused. Right, but, and but that's, that's probably like, the that's... level we were at when man harnessed fire. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think you can see the problems with this story coming up already. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then it gets worse because the doctor spends pretty much the entirety of the time uh, trapped in a cave, sick and dying. Okay. Awesome. Great. Fantastic. Um, Because... That's what everyone wants to see. Also, in in these first couple of episodes... Uh, so Ian Chesterton was actually conceived of as the protagonist of Doctor Who at the beginning. <laughs> so the uh. the Doctor is actually supposed to be kind of like this impish trickster type who's a who's a jackass to everybody around him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that falls away after like the first two or three stories. But it's heavily prevalent here. So so the Doctor feels especially useless in these beginning stories, and especially an unearthly child, where Ian pretty much has to take on the sole, like, real character role, because um, whoever wrote this one also didn't know how to write women or teenagers, and they never figure that one out. So Susan spends all of her time just taking care of the doctor and complaining and barbara spends most of her time uh either also taking care of the doctor or kind of tagging along with ian while he's doing stuff okay so ian's the only one who really gets to do shit (laughs) and it mostly involves uh helping the caveman who harnessed fire prove that he harnessed fire to the rest of the tribe and uh also deal with a person like another caveman who wants to take the leadership role from that dude um and that's pretty much it that they resolve that situation um and then they leave and that's the whole story it's really pointless it's only interesting for the first episode and then like John if the if the story after it had not featured the Daleks I don't think Doctor Who <laughs> would have gotten off the ground mm. like like they were really probably not they were really lucky that they struck gold in the very next story with the Daleks because yeah. this shit was not good so that was an unearthly child it was about cavemen weird i'm gonna put a little asterisk next to that one so that i i know which ones we've talked about
Are we going to do this every week? Oh, yeah. We're going to have like a little... We're going to have a, a uh, Doctor Who segment every week. Listen, it cool, can go on cool, forever. Cool. It's we, a new segment. Fuck you. <laughs> we can do this, but we can't do the original idea for um, keeping what, accountable. What was the What was the original idea for keeping accountable? Watching a TV show and going back and forth. Well, but I want to watch all of this, so... <laughs> oh, no, we don't have time for that. That would take up too much time in the episode. Right, it would no, cut I'm into my Doctor Who Doctor time. Doctor <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I, think th- I think our new version of Keeping Accountable is better anyway. I don't, but that's fine. <laughs> hey! We played video games this week. Oh my god, it's 40 minutes really. into the episode. <laughs> Fortunately, I don't have anything to talk about really, so if you have anything to talk about with your games, go for it. Okay. Really, let- I have like one minute of talking about a game. <laughs> I'm really confused about why this one is on your list. <laughs> That's the one game I can talk about for maybe one minute. Okay. Uh, let's knock out my two real quick ones first. Um, Hades, I've been playing a lot more of. I keep, I, I, I continue beating the game pretty regularly, uh, but I have been hitting, I've been starting to get onto higher heats with weapons that I'm bad at, or that are just bad weapons, in my opinion. Um, and the heats are like, like, in order to unlock new items, you have to give yourself challenges during the run. Like, you can add a heat by, uh, like, giving it all the enemies more health. Or any health refills will fill, fill you up for less. Or uh, one of them that was really annoying that I tried once and will probably never do again is yeah, uh, it gives one heat and it makes it so that the first attack against an enemy does nothing like they have they have a shield up basically that has to be broken before you can damage them and it makes weaker weaker enemies really fucking annoying um cuz you're used to being able to like the little skull enemies and tartarus and stuff you're you're used to being able to just destroy them in a single hit and then that makes it so that it takes two hits at least and also they can't be staggered when you're breaking the shield so if they're attacking you uh and you attack them and then they can just keep going with their attack okay yeah but uh i'm in the epilogue now which it feels like i just kind of have to keep talking to characters until something new happens um so, not too terribly much to talk about on that end. Um, and the other one I don't have much to say about is The Quarry. So, this is the new horror game from the people who made Until Dawn. Um, okay. <laughs> and I've been playing this with uh, Cadence and Mitchell. And yeah. we, we've each got, like, you can assign characters to different players and so when that character is it's like their turn up you can hand the controller mm-hmm. off to whoever's playing that character um 
the game can be really frustrating sometimes. Uh, so for for one for one thing, Cadence bought the deluxe edition, which is supposed to give you access to uh, Death Rewind, which is like when a character dies, you can spend a life and you have three lives um, in order to go back to the point where the decision was made that that character would die there. Um, and then okay. replay, replay the game from that point to make better decisions. Um, okay. And the Deluxe Edition is supposed to let you just do that in the very first playthrough. Uh, normally, you hmm. can't do it until you've beaten the game <clears throat> once. Um, but for some reason, the game isn't registering that we have that, so we just can't Death Rewind. So we've had two characters die that we didn't want to die, and... It was it, it, unfortunate. Also unfortunate is that both of them were Mitchell's characters. Uh, so he is he Ooh. he is he he was the one with two play two characters to play as, and both of them have died. And also, neither of them was his fault. Oh. one of them was uh the his character was running away while I was in control of another character and I was supposed to shoot at the thing chasing her and I pulled the trigger but it never went off and so oh. so she just got eaten uh whoops <laughs> yeah and and then the other one was there was absolutely no way to know that this decision would kill his character until, like, it happened. Um, so, like, his character is trapped in the basement of a house inside an electrified cage. And in a nearby electrified cage, there's a werewolf. Okay. Alright. So, upstairs, another character, who Cadence is playing as, um... Is How many people are playing this at the same time? What? How many people play this at the same time? Three. Like I said, okay. every time every time you're playing as a new character to make decisions as, um, it it stops and says like player one, uh, and you hand it hand the controller to player one. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um. So she's she's playing as a character upstairs. Um, fighting, like, these hunter dudes who are hunting the werewolves, but also, like, oh. also, like, oh. now they've killed, they've killed somebody that they like, and so the hunters are trying to kill us now, um, and her character is slowly turning into a werewolf, and so she's got, like, aggressive, uh, like, like, feelings going through her. And she, yeah. she has the opportunity to either attack this dude after, like, fighting him off, or to run away. And Cadence chose to attack this dude. So, she beats the shit out of him and kills him, right? Mm hmm And then, for some reason, the character decides to break the breaker box. <laughs> um, I, I think because, uh, like, there was a bright light and it was really bothering her, so she breaks the breaker box. And then it cuts, and I was immediately like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then right after I say, oh, shit, 
it cuts down to downstairs in the basement and the electrified fence goes off and the doors swing open okay and that dude gets eaten and i was like how are you supposed to know how are you supposed to know that that's gonna happen That one, that one didn't feel fair. Like the other one, the 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 one that I failed, it was like I I guess maybe I wasn't aiming properly at the monster. It felt like I was, but maybe I wasn't. Yeah. Um, but that one, it's just like you couldn't have known that she was gonna break the breaker box after killing the dude. You no. couldn't have. <laughs> so, um. It, it's got some annoying elements like that, but it, otherwise it's really fun and the story is interesting. It's another one of those where it's like this couldn't survive as a movie, but since you're making choices and stuff for the characters, it keeps you engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it has Brenda Song in it as a character, so. I don't know who that is. Uh, London Tipton from The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I don't know who that is. Oh my god, never mind. Other people so will I get played, it. I played 625 Sandwich Stacker. I thought we weren't recognize. playing this one. Well, that's why I played it, because we're never going to get a chance to do this again, because you never played Flash games. Right. So, since we're talking about my... We're talking Flash things this week, uh... We talked about Flash games last week of what Wombat had played growing up, and he didn't except for potentially this game. And so I played it. It's a Lilo and Stitch sandwich stacker game, and it is incredibly easy with very little way to lose. Yeah. No, if you lose at 625 sandwich stacker, it's because um, you're a literal child or you're an idiot. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, the only controls are left and right, and you just have to avoid the boots and grimy uh, food and yeah. collect the non-grimy food, and then you win. But if I remember correctly, it doesn't even penalize you for, like, missing the no. good food? No. You yeah. just get a lower score. That doesn't matter. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, I played it. That's uh, it? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's all. <laughs> you want to talk about Symphony of War and we can move on? Oh, you didn't like, you didn't like it that much? <laughs> it was okay. It, it, it wasn't anything like uh, my games. Okay. So. All right. Symphony of War. So, John, Symphony of War is a game you would enjoy, I think. Because you like, you like trashy tactics games. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. You love Fire Emblem. No, I don't. It's your favorite series of all time. Maybe. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> um... Symphony of War is an RPG maker strategy game, uh, following in very much like the Fire Emblem 
uh, what would you, like genre subgenre of that kind of game? Is it uh? Do you know which version of RPG Maker it is? I do not. <clears throat> okay. I'm sure I could find it if I looked it up, but I'm not going to do that right now. Okay. Yeah. So the the big difference between this and a Fire Emblem type game is that you don't have like individual units. Like in Fire Emblem Awakening, you have stall, right? And stall moves and stall attacks and that's all that happens. It's just stall. Now you in that game you can pair him up with another individual unit, but that's the extent of that so in this game in this game imagine if you had stall and then you could surround him with eight other cavalry dudes and they all moved as a single unit and attacked as a single unit Mm -hmm. yeah like age of empire style yeah so so that's what this game is all of the all of the characters get squads that they lead, um, and you can even like use mercenaries and create your own squad. Um, That's cool. Now the the way they balance this out is that any mercenaries you hire, uh, so there's a skill called leadership, and leadership determines um, like if this character is leading a squad. Uh, this is the capacity that they can have on their squad. And I think it goes up to 100. Okay. Um, The base cost for a unit to to put a unit into a squad is 10. Now, that number can go up or down by 2, depending on how loyal that character is to your cause. So when you hire a mercenary straight out of the store, they cost 12. They're, they're mm. like more expensive to put into a squad. And the yeah. only way to lower, to like raise their loyalty is to have them in a squad and to use them. Like, like ju- you just have to keep playing with them. And eventually they become like committed to your cause. And eventually they'll become loyal to your cause. And, and that, that creates like, that can take them from a 12 capacity when they're just a mercenary to an 8 capacity when they're loyal. Mm. So the more loyal they are, the more uh, capacity, the more free capacity you have to put other people in or to equip artifacts which boost your stats and stuff. Okay. Uh, so there's, there's actually like a level of strategy that even has to go into like just designing your squads yeah um and i i find it really interesting um there's also a whole bunch of different class types like like heavy infantry do really well at the at the front because they can block attacks going towards the back where you'll likely put um archers and healers archers and healers and even like light swordsmen and stuff like light infantry okay um there are mages but mages kind of suck until like the middle portion of the game 
mages initially can only attack on the second turn. Um, mo most uh, most infantry types get to attack twice. They get they attack on the first and the second turn. Um, mages only attack once, and the initial uh, like like at the beginning of the game, they can only attack on the second turn because they have to charge their cast up. Um, now, later in the game, you can unlock a, a tech in the tech tree that makes it so they cast on the first turn, which is way better because that means you're more likely to kill people before they can attack you. Um, but so far, I, I think mages are kind of the weakest of the classes that I've seen. Um, archers attack twice if they're one space away, but if you're using them as an archer, like attacking from two spaces, then they only attack once. Um, so there's okay. kind of like a, a balance there where you can get more damage in if you're willing to put yourself at risk, or you can attack from a distance and do less damage. Yeah. Um, there's also dragons which you can get. Uh, pretty early in the game, actually, you get a dragon. Wow. And the dragon is awesome, because it's like a spellcaster, except it attacks twice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Yeah, it, it just uses uh, an elemental fire, uh, an elemental breath, and it can attack twice over an area. <laughs> Dragons are just awesome, which is why they don't give you a ton of them. But when you get yeah. some, they're great. <laughs> it looks like it was built in VX Ace, which is interesting considering there is already a Fire Emblem um, mod for uh, RPG Maker XP. Huh. So. I mean, uh, see, I, I find it even more interesting because there are just like strategy RPG makers. Uh, there's one that I'm aware of, and it's primarily in Japanese. Oh, is it? And, yeah. I see. Yeah. But yeah, I would say, uh, the cutscenes look basic as fuck, because it pretty much uses generic, um, RPG Maker sprites. Uh, the portraits yeah. look really cool. They have this kind of, like, a realistic style going on, as opposed to Fire Emblem's more anime- thing it has um, yeah it it has supports and stuff and characters can become friends through the supports uh okay like it has a lot going on and they've said they're going to be building on it more as time goes on like they intend to make it so that uh you can like either freely traverse the map or, um, like, replay old chapters and stuff so that you can, like, grind for levels better. Um. Oh, that's another thing. The, the game actually has, like, level caps. So, uh, so, when your character reaches the cap for the chapter that they're in, they'll gain experience much more slowly so that they're not breaking that cap. Uh. Which it didn't explain to me at all. I had to look that up in the discussion section on Steam. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's let's move on. Yeah, you've, we can. you've talked about this too much. All right. Um, Damn. Uh, yeah. 
Nobody gives a shit. It's a Fire Emblem like. Uh, <laughs> I like the, it. Uh, the mutual mobile game that we played this week was Alchemy Merge. Oh, I forgot we were talking about this. <laughs> uh, yeah, we did Alchemy Merge. Um, Listen, which, I, I was uh, so excited about this because I opened the game up early this week and I, I got like tens or something achievements and I was like, yes, I've blasted <laughs> John out of the water. And then you yeah. turned it on like yesterday. <laughs> and now and you you unlocked 400 fucking formulas and I'm like no. how? No. No. I didn't. I unlocked 550 motherfucker. I you did completed the, the game. I completed the game. Fuck you. Number 1. Number 1. You had to have looked uh, it up because some of this shit is nonsense. I have played lots of ga these games in the past, so and uh, it's basically just um, word association, um, right? So I I blazed through a lot of it, and uh, then it gives you loads of hints if you and and you could also just look down at the pictures of the hints below. I, and be I like, did that oh. a lot. That's that's an arrow, and I've got feather, stick, and stone here. Or oh, that's not it. Let's try feather, stick, and blade. Hey, we got it. Um, oh, there's a spear, but stick plus blade equals sword. Oh, what about two stick plus blade? Hey, we got spear. Listen, I wrote um, this game off as fucking stupid when I used tree and gravity together and got an apple. <laughs> Um, so, I'm missing four achievements, which I am pissed about, because, uh, there's... It gives you a, achievements for failing the, 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 no, no, the no, formulas. No, 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 I've gotten all of those. Oh, okay. I, I've, yeah, I've tried mixing ingredients a thousand times, which was the, the maximum. Uh, it gives you achievements for logging into the game every day for two, five... Uh, 14, 21, and 40, I think. Or maybe it was 50 days. I can't and imagine playing this game for 50 days. I can't imagine playing this game for 50 days. Um, and, yeah, so... Uh, by the way, uh, the reason why I had to beat it was because... I was like, oh, shit, I, I've got to play this damn game. And I opened it up and looked at it. And I looked at you, and you had done, like, ten achievements, and I went, oh, fuck no. <laughs> to beat it. <laughs> I surpassed you, like, halfway through beating it, and I was like, no, I'm going to beat this game. Yeah, I'm, um, at, I'm at 231 out of 550. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. the last things I got were the spear and the nunchucks. Okay, yeah, nun I that was another one that I, I scrolled down, I was like, uh, nunchucks, yeah. Stick plus chain. Nope, stick plus chain plus stick. There we go. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, it's a fun game. Um, some of the things were needlessly, um, obnoxious. <laughs> oh, yeah? Like, a lot of them. Um, and, oh, man, I was... I looked down and saw that there was what looked to me like a dolphin. 
Uh-huh. I see that one and in I, Shadow also. Yeah, and I was like, fuck you. What is this dolphin? And I, I tried every combination of, like, whale and small, whale and water, whale and human, whale brain. Couldn't get it. Uh, so I used a hint, and it's it's an orca. It's it's whale and ice. Fuck them. Yes, <laughs> agreed. Uh, that that was see, like, frustrating. I see, I see one here that's clearly a campfire, and so I was like, "Well, that's wood and fire, right?" Just, but no. So I don't know what yeah. it is. Is it wood? Uh, wood and fire. Let me let me see. Let me scroll up to find campfire. It isn't wood, wood, and fire. Um, alright. Cake, candy. I'm, it doesn't tell you what, like, once you've created the thing, it does. Oh, it does if you hold it. Oh, and it's, it's not campfire, it's bonfire, I think. Um, yeah, bonfire is... Uh, fire, wood, wood. Well, I just did that. I, I mean, bon- bonfire is fire, wood, wood. Like, I, I, it can't be. Are you sure it's <laughs> oh, not- sorry! No, 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 fire, stick, stick. Oh, fuck them! <laughs> I forget that wood and stick are different. Right. Yeah. Why would it be stick and not wood? That's stupid! <laughs> that's dumb as fuck did you get conflagration no <laughs> oh listen what was ship oh yeah ship really pissed me off because i oh, i got the yes I, I got a sail right and i was like well obviously i combine the boat and the sail and then i get a oh, fucking ship oh, right okay so, so you're playing this on hard mode so you know how at the top of the screen there's a um gear there you can hide compl- yeah like a, a settings gear i can hide right by your elements what the fuck yes. does that mean it means that once it's done once you can't make anything more with it it goes away so you can't see it anymore so you're not trying to combine sail and wood and water oh wow yeah, no, it makes things so much easier. That's such bullshit. Uh, that really did cut out like a fair number of things right there. Like yeah. all the all the extra animals and shit that I've got, like the unicorn and the the eagle and yep. shit, just out. Yep. Just stop eating and, up space. And if you hold click on things now, it'll show you the progress. Um at the the bottom right underneath the formula and Progress that's how many things yeah things that can be made with it so like so, i can make one more thing with the b yeah did you do b house no i don't have house <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> see i like games like this 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 is a perfect example of a good mobile game because it's it really is just like click two things and see if they merge um this one adds in a little bit more complexity than the classic alchemy merge game 
because uh, this is this is a a new version of it. Um, there is there is another that came out long before it, and um, uh, I think it's just two things that you match together to create new things. And I see is a little alchemy. I think is what it was. Yeah. And um, that's that's the classic one. But you know, I I like games like this. I think I think they're good games. No, I mean I had a good time with it. It was mm-hmm. just very frustrating sometimes. Yeah, there there were some times where I was like, motherfucker, I am going to match you with every little thing to see if you do so. How'd that work? <laughs> it took me so long to get desert. So, so long to get desert because, like, none of the other landscapes need sun. I got, um, like, magnets and gravity and finished the solar system and electricity and stuff before I ever got life. Oh, yeah, same. I got got electricity, energy, gravity, electron, and then there's life. Yeah, I feel like the the first half of my time, which was only like the first quarter of the things that I found, was getting to life. And <laughs> and it was very slow. And then once you get to life, it's like the things explode for a little bit. Life plus desert. Life plus like <laughs> life plus dirt. Life plus water. Like like everything. And then then it was just a slog of there's way too much on my bar and uh, right <laughs> yeah no and, and without the hide completed elements thing like it gets so long like you can't find yeah. anything anymore yeah and i just didn't know that existed yeah no i always mess around with settings to see if there's an option for stuff like that um yeah Damn. good game yeah i had fun with it Game facts. The facts about the games, plural. Oh, we're talking. <laughs> uh, we're talking. I love you, Colonel Sanders. Why? <laughs> because we must. Hey, I love you, long- Colonel Sanders. A finger-looking good dating simulator is a 2019 dating simulation developed by PSYOP and published by Kentucky Fried Chicken for PC. You know what? This probably is a fucking PSYOP. It might be. <laughs> we should see if Steve Pachenik was related to this in any way. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe his good friend Tom Clancy. Oh, boy. (laughs) And I love you, Colonel Sanders, a finger-looking good dating simulator. You play as a chef in training at the University of Cooking School, Academy for Learning. The what? What? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I I love how stupid the name of this is. University of Cooking School, Academy for Learning. Like th- four what words the fuck does in there. That mean? Four words in there have essentially the same meaning. Yeah. 
University School Academy Learning. Right. University, a, pl- a place of learning. School, a place of learning. Academy, a place of learning. Learning, it's learning. Alongside several other attractive classmates, including your crush, Colonel Sanders, will you get chosen by him to be his next business partner? I hope not. He's crazy. Right, the 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 real Colonel Sanders was on Jim Baker's show, like back in the seventies. He's fucking batshit. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Remember, that was back when Jim Baker was going to, like, build his own Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before he went to jail for all the tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> colonel Sanders did, in fact, serve in the army, but was never a colonel. He was a mule tender. <laughs> Later, he was given the highest honorary title of Kentucky Colonel by the Kentucky governor in 1935 because he was a successful businessman who managed to expand his Shell gas station restaurant from one table to six. What? That is genuinely the reason. (laughs) Kentucky Colonel is the highest honorary title that... In, in within the state of Kentucky, why does Kentucky get honorary titles at all? Anyone, and they gave it to Colonel Sanders, Mule Tinder Sanders, because he expanded his Shell gas station restaurant from just his kitchen table to a six-table restaurant. You know. Uh- Kentucky Fried Chicken didn't even exist at this point. <laughs> Kentucky, after Kentucky gave us Mitch McConnell, like, they should, all honorary titles should be revoked. Posthumously, Colonel Sanders can no longer be called Colonel. I wonder if Mitch McConnell is a, uh... A Kentucky Colonel? Yeah. I'll, I'll look <laughs> it up while, while you read the next fact. Alright. After selling off the business to an investment group, He stuck around as a consultant and figurehead for several years before getting offended at the decreasing quality of food and starting another fried chicken chain. He was promptly sued and the new restaurant disappeared overnight. Yes, let's eat into the profits I'm still making from the other chain and commit contract fraud. Crazy old man. I mean, it makes sense when you realize he's good friends with Jim Baker. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, I just I don't get it you're making money off of a thing and then you're like oh you know what would be great let's make a competing company like he would have been fine if it just wasn't a fried chicken place yeah he could have he, he could have started a burger joint that's not eating yeah. into Kentucky fried chickens profits no it's not (laughs) i but you can't you can't start kentucky fried chicken be a consultant to kentucky fried chicken and then also open up churches yeah (laughs) that's not allowed no (laughs) so looking up notable kentucky colonels oh my uh, god it it only mentions daniel boone it makes sense that Daniel Boone would be one. 
Listen, yeah. of the people oh. who died at the Alamo, Daniel Boone is like the only half decent one. All right, so I've got I got a, a proper list of it. Muhammad Ali. Oh. Um, Princess Anne. What? Fred Astaire. Huh? Uh, George H.W. Bush. These people aren't all from Kentucky. Richard Byrd. No, no, I mean, Bush is definitely (laughs) from Texas. That's a Texas Uh, man all the way. Winston Churchill. What? Bill Clinton, Rosemary Clooney, Bing Crosby. uh, Oh, I mean, that makes sense. Bing Crosby was a Nazi. Little known uh, fact about Bing Crosby, super white nationalist. Yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus, Johnny Depp, uh, Jeff Foxworthy, Clark Gable, Newt Gingrich. Bleh. Well, I mean, listen, uh, once once you've got Jeff Foxworthy, you know you're in great company. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. You might uh, be a redneck if you're Wayne a Kentucky colonel. <laughs> J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> the Lyndon highest. Johnson. The highest of... Uh. Yeah, I, I can't believe Colonel Sanders is on here on the same list as... Also, Lyndon Elvis Johnson, Presley. another Texan. Yeah. yeah I, I, <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot believe Colonel Sanders is on here in the same list as Shirley Temple and uh, Elvis Presley and... Listen, I can't believe all those people are in the same list as J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah. (laughs) And Winston Churchill. Yeah. (laughs) Uh... Hey, at least, um... What's his name isn't on here? Mitch McConnell? Yeah. Right. They had the good decency to not make all the white nationalists Kentucky colonels. Gotta hold some of those back for Alabama's honorary titles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, As is common with modern day non-standard game studios, like those tucked into advertising studios... There are negligible, if any, credits for who designed the game, aside from the original studio, PSYOP. You know, maybe this is just a good old classic CIA PSYOP, though. <laughs> maybe you don't, maybe you don't need a cadre of weirdos Wom- behind this one. Wombat. You just need, remember. You just need war crimesers. Wombat. It couldn't be the CIA. Remember, the CIA is strictly forbidden from performing any operations within the United States. Oh, yeah, sure. And they definitely don't break that rule all the time. They 100% do not. Hey, hey, Edward Snowden, can you tell me anything about that? <laughs> no, he can't. He's in Russia. <laughs> Damn. That's it. That, John. John. Our first yeah. guest. <laughs> Edward Snowden. Uh, no, he's got way better things to do. Like, literally anything else. <laughs> um, I have a question. Does getting the socialist president of Italy murdered count as a war crime? No. Okay. It, it doesn't. Damn. Yeah. 
All right. In, in fact, I think under most war crime rules, nothing the CIA could do would be considered war crimes. Like, even even their... Oh, <clears throat> but what about the State Department? Even, what, what about someone associated with the oh, State Department? Oh, yeah, no, no, absolutely they can. Okay. <laughs> they can be considered war crimes? <laughs> I'm saying they can. Okay, so Steve Pachenik has committed a war crime because he got Aldo oh, Moro sure. killed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, aside from some animated stuff and a vr experience this was psyops only for a i can't (laughs) all i can think about is the cia and steve pachetic (laughs) that's all i can think about every time i read psyops (laughs) <laughs> all right, start at the beginning again and don't laugh this time and it'll be the last time you have to read psyop okay aside from some animated stuff and a vr experience this was psyops only foray into gaming although just last month they announced another dating game hooked on you a dead by daylight dating sim <laughs> which sounds perfect since all the dead by daylight fans are thirsty as hell it's so true though like this this is honestly one of the most perfect tie-ins i've heard like genuinely whoever had this thought is a genius because (laughs) seriously like if you when was the last time you played dead by daylight if ever uh i've Um, never played dead by daylight uh, every everyone on dead by daylight names themselves like hook me daddy or hook me daddy <laughs> <laughs> um like it's oh gosh they're they're all gosh man i i googled dead by daylight uh usernames and the first two that i saw were cum rag and cum jar so whew. Yeah, they're they're all bummer. Mori me, Daddy Myers. I'm I'm wondering how many Dead by Daylight fans are also fans of Meg the Stallion. Cause she's got that song Captain Hook. Like I feel like yeah. they might I feel like they might like that one. While this might have been KFC's first foray into software. It's been producing hardware for a long time with their Bluetooth photo printer memories bucket, finger clicking good keyboard, (coughs) mouse shaped like a drumstick, and drumstick USB drive. They did the drumstick twice. Come on, get it together. The thighs are the best part of a chicken. God damn it. I agree. I agree. Actually, I do like a drumstick, but... I, I mean, I love a drumstick, are, but the thigh fantastic. is the best. Thigh's pretty much the only thing I buy. <clears throat> Unless I need pulled chicken, in which case I buy drumsticks because they're the cheapest. And it doesn't matter after you boil them and pick them apart. Um, yeah, like, no, thighs, I'm are, kind of, thighs are fantastic. I'm kind of over breasts. Like, for the rest of I, my I, life, I think I can get away with not eating a chicken breast ever again. I have not purchased a chicken breast in over five years. 
like eventually that way eventually i'll get to the point where i buy whole chickens and then i'll just cut them apart and then i guess (laughs) and then i guess then i'll also cook up the breast but i feel like anything a breast can do a thigh can do better yes yeah including not get overcooked yeah uh John has actually lived near a famous KFC landmark all his life, the Big Chicken. Previously, the Johnny Reb's Chick, Chuck, and Shake Chicken. <laughs> what? The 50 that was the name of the restaurant. The 56-foot-tall chicken was some impressive advertising designed by a Georgia Tech student. And when it was almost torn down after some damage in 93, it was forced by public outcry to be rebuilt, with everyone from locals, who use it as a directing landmark constantly, to pilots from the Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport over 40 miles away, uh, who use it for the same reason. (laughs) Yes, it is a directing landmark from airplane. It is... There are there are T-shirts out there that have like and these aren't like T-shirts sold by the Big Chicken or anything. These are uh-huh. these are T-shirts that you can buy in downtown Atlanta, um, at the airport, like all over the place. That are um, they're like a, a series of vignettes, and it'll be like a little box, and it'll say Paris, and it'll have the um, uh the Eiffel Tower on it and it'll say uh London and it'll have Big Ben and it'll have uh Belgium and it'll have uh Mannequin Piss and it'll have Marietta and it'll have the big chicken <laughs> like, <laughs> like it is considered to be on the same scale as the Eiffel Tower in how landmark it is and okay. the there is a link to it on there if you wanted to look at it. Oh, I thought you just, like, colored that weird. No. That looks <laughs> dumb as fuck. <laughs> uh, the eye rotates around. It's it's a it's a giant angular chicken. This is the laziest a, chicken I've ever seen. And it's got a yellow beak, and the beak opens and closes, and the eye uh, goes in a circle around it, and it's two sides. It's... It's wedge-shaped, so it comes to a point there. Yeah. And, yeah. It doesn't... It wouldn't look like a chicken at all if they hadn't thrown a beak on there. Yeah. Oh, there's a <laughs> video down below where you can see the big chicken in action. The big chicken in action? Yeah, if you, if you scroll down to... Is this it's supposed amazing. to be exciting for people? <laughs> no, but it's a it's a KFC. Like there's yeah, Like there's a KFC inside, inside it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean that's cool. Yeah. yeah uh John? It, is. it it is used all the time in, in the Marietta area. Everyone will be like, Yeah, you drive down to the big chicken, take a left, or like everything in the Marietta area is directed by where it is in relation to the big chicken correct yes (laughs) you pass the big chicken and it's (laughs) yeah all right so john um 
I live entirely inside weird corners of the internet. That's yes. that's that is where I make not my living because I don't make a living. Correct. But where I make my fun. I okay. I love weird corners of the internet. And so I have yeah. to ask you uh, where you are in relation to the other big landmark in Georgia. The Georgia Guidestones. Uh, Georgia Guidestones? The Georgia Guidestones. Where are you in relation to the Georgia Guidestones? Um, pretty sure Elberton's fairly far south of me. Oh, okay. Um... I do like that you did know immediately what I was talking about when I said the Georgia Guidestones. Yeah, it's in, it's in Elberton, and no, it's it's way to the east of me. Way to the east. Yeah. Ah, uh, damn. Yeah, it's 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 pretty damn close to South Carolina, actually. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. KFC was the first Western restaurant to open in China way back in 1987. The slogan, finger licking good, was translated to eat your fingers off. What the fuck? I don't understand this at all. That's, like, some... that's some... That's some garbage to your translation. That's some early 90s video game translation shit. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking I mean, everyone, <laughs> everyone makes fun of like, oh, look at this English. It's so bad. Yeah, we translated finger looking good to eat your fingers off. We have no room to speak. Eat your fingers off. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of 2019 forays into advertising games for chicken restaurants, let's talk about Wendy's. That's because not a chicken honest, restaurant. Their chicken sandwiches are the only thing they really have going for them. Blasphemy! Oh, absolutely not. I will fight you over this. I will fight you over the Baconator. Oh, no. Baconator sucks compared to their chicken sandwiches. I fucking love the Baconator. Fuck you. No. No. No, 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 no. And they, they recently lost their, their best sandwich, which was the uh, Club Pub Chicken Sandwich. Who care? Um, who cares about that one? You're going to Wendy's for a Baconator. No. Yeah. No. That's why you Absolutely go to Wendy's. Absolutely not. Pretzel bacon pub chicken sandwich was the way to go. Whatever. It's okay to be wrong, John. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I am glad you agree. <laughs> I'm glad you agree because I, I hope it makes you sleep better at night knowing you're wrong. I hope you sleep horribly at night knowing that you're wrong. <laughs> Feast of Legends is a tabletop RPG developed by VMLYNR. And published by Wendy's. What the fuck does that stand for? <laughs> I don't know. I try. I tried looking it up, and they—they're so bad at having an about page. Um. Okay, I'm on the Wikipedia for them now. Uh -huh. It was initially Y and R in 1923, uh, which was John Orr Young and Raymond Rubicam, and an advertising agency in philadelphia and what are they a law v firm 
And then VML launched in 1992 under Kansas City advertising veterans John Valentine, Scott McCormick, and Craig, or Craig Ligabel. And yeah, and now they're VML Y and R because they combined at some point. Yeah, Valentine McCormick, Ligabel Young, and Rubicam. That's a law firm. That is a law firm who specializes in a gas station. Yeah. Yeah. Like like gas pump defects. That is what yeah. they specialize in. I'm I am loving though the new fact I've learned from this. Uh this would have I could have written this up if I had seen it earlier. Um, so we have VML, Y, and R, and then later Suddler and Hennessy, also known as S and H, was a different advertising program or company that was acquired by VML, Y, and R. And but they the H didn't it make it. it. <laughs> yeah, the S and H didn't make it. <laughs> and poor old VML, Y, and R, S and H. <laughs> VML, Y, R, S, H. Yeah. Try to make a word out of that. <laughs> uh, don't know. I think you could do it in Welsh. Yeah. They've done a bunch of things, though. Uh, looking down, like, at the Wikipedia page, because I didn't even come here. I was just on their website. Uh, they created the McWhopper campaign. The fuck is a McWhopper? It's uh, World Peace Day. They they did. Um, Burger King sent an open letter to McDonald's asking if they could come together to make the McWhopper, and uh, for for Peace Day. This is stupid. I I remember hearing about that. You know, John, I'm really tired of big corporations. <laughs> I kind of just want to burn them all to the ground. Yeah, I understand. Move on. Fucking stupid ass shit. In Feast of Legends, Rise from the Deep Freeze, the initial campaign, you play as a team of adventurers of various orders, chicken, sides, and beef, under Queen Wendy as you protect fresh Tovia from the creepy King Nation and the terror of the Ice Jester at the United Clown Nation. Yeah. You're protecting Wendy's from Burger King and McDonald's. Did you play this game with me, or was that Tim? It was not me. Okay, I've I've actually played Feast of Legends. I I DM'd it. Um, how did that go? GM'd it. Well, pretty well. We we got through the first area. Uh, did you enjoy it? Time. Yeah, actually, it 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 is a a real tabletop game. Huh. Um. Yeah. Not just a fucking scheme to make money all right no no it is a legitimate tabletop game <sighs> dave thomas founder of wendy's actually used to work for kfc and invented the red white and sh- red and oh, white that. striped bucket for them he made millions because of that idea and created wendy's instead yay for reading contracts and not screwing yourself over like mule tender sanders that is what we should uh, call him from now on. I agree. I think I think it would actually read better as Mule Man Sanders, though. 
Uh, Wendy's is named after Dave Thomas's eldest daughter, Melinda. That is a fact. Um, is her middle name Wendy? Nope. Um, <laughs> Wendy is not a nickname for Melinda. Nope, it's not. <laughs> but uh, but Wendy's is named after Dave Thomas's eldest daughter, Melinda. How? So Dave Thomas's younger daughter uh-huh. uh, had trouble pronouncing Melinda's name when she was young. And okay, would would call her Wenda, Wendy, and so it, the name stuck, and it was a family inside joke until he named his restaurant after it. And now Melinda has to live with the fact that one of the largest fast food burger producers in the world is named after a messed up childhood name of hers. (laughs) I might have (laughs) murder-suicided. Good old Melinda Thomas. This is not Wendy's only foray into gaming, with VMLYNR's Super Wendy's World Initiative where they targeted gamers by creating a Smash Brothers stage, Overwatch tie-ins, custom Mii Fighters, Super Mario Maker 2 courses, Animal Crossing stuff, and quite a bit more. Um, I've never heard of any of this. (laughs) (laughs) They were doing a bunch for a while. I can't imagine gamers were super into Wendy's. Uh, There were a lot of um news articles about it from just about every single source and uh they had a Wendy's Twitch channel and they were streaming there just about every day for a while gamers are more into taco bell because they always have the cool mountain dew flavors <laughs> also there is that um taco bell xbox that instead of making the uh uh, Xbox noise when you press the power button, it went dong. Really? Yeah. I, I kind of want it, even though I hate Taco Bell. <laughs> I, I hate, love Taco Bell. <laughs> I hate everything about Taco Bell, but whatever. While VLM Y&R is a giant advertising company, and we hate advertising, they actually seem like they might be a pretty cool socially aware company. And because John ran out of time writing up the facts Archimedes found, we'll just close out with him telling us some of the things that didn't make it. So, for a few years in a row, or uh, two years in a row now... We're so inconsistent uh, about whether Archimedes exists or not. Oh, he does. Uh, (laughs) He was... uh, They were named the best place to work for LGBTQ+. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. They received a score of 100 on the Human Rights Campaign Foundation's Corporate Equality Index. Huh. Um, as well, they they do all sorts of things like, um, Betty Crocker makes a whole bunch of food mixes and stuff, and they, Betty Crocker's all very, very supportive of women, but, uh, an eight-year-old uh arabic boy asked them why are all of the instructions only addressed to women 
And so they're like, you've got a fair point. <laughs> and they they worked with an Arabic linguist to put gender-neutral terms into the instructions on Betty Crocker stuff. Hey uh, Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, they've also got uh, a, an initiative called Pride Pass, because 47 of 48 Asian countries don't recognize same-sex marriages. So if your spouse wants to move uh, within Asia to a job, to get a job they don't get a dependent pass to go like your your spouse to go with you so they work to like whenever you want to move places and get a job at a different place they work really hard to find a job for your spouse as well in the same area so that you can both move um that's cool it is like (laughs) And and they got all sorts of shit like this that they're 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 doing crazy shit like Super Wendy's World and Feast of Legends, but they're also working on uh, <laughs> like helping LGBTQ and helping um, blind kids, and <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, and they're helping. They're own people as well by actually you know caring for them regardless of what their how much vacation time do they give out i have no idea damn (laughs) yeah um i I need them to also be progressive on that front i need them to be like at european standards where it's like two or three months a year you get a vacation (laughs) at least yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, they, you know, they reach out cool. to us like, via Mel Y and R. Yeah, uh, it's good press, even if we have a very limited uh... <laughs> glowing weak point podcast at Gmail. If you want to contact us via Y and R, or even if you work there and. Even if you don't want like your name out there, just send us a, a a message and and we'll put it out there. Unless, oh, also if you work there and you got some shit to say about it, go ahead. We'll keep you anonymous. We'll say that too. Right. We'll say that about just just if, about any company. If if you work <laughs> at all tangential to gaming or um uh, I mean, anime shit. or if you just whatever, work. Just, and you want to share your horrible stories no, we're, about We're your... not going to just talk shit about <laughs> Wendy's unless we're talking about the Wendy's video games at the same time. <laughs> I will. We, we do. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to quit this shit. <laughs> and that we was are, just the facts. We are now a labor podcast. <laughs> we are not. We are... Definitely not. We receive funding from the National Labor Relations Board. It ain't gonna happen. It's not. Uh, Alright. Um, hey, it's the media that made us. So, you never played anything quality growing up. Shut up. And, and so... Well, let me tell you, you these ahead. were not quality. <laughs> yeah, you... 
screw you. These are fantastic games. All right, t- tell me about Motherload. What would you what'd you think about Motherload? Um, <laughs> Motherload is the only one I couldn't play in any form whatsoever because it lagged so badly on my computer that it was <laughs> unplayable. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I, I I will say uh, two two pointers on that one. It works fine on my really nice computer. And two, all Flash games have gotten significantly worse now that support for Flash has ended and they're having to use alternate right. Flash engines. Um, so it, it it is worse than it used to be, although Motherload has always uh, struggled for being uh, a very powerful game. And I'll be honest, John... I got like 10 minutes into either of the other two. Like I I could not tolerate them. They you were You didn't beat They were You didn't beat shit. the story of Heli Attack 3? I didn't even play 3. I played 2. Damn it, you should have played 3. It has a storyline. Well, you put 2 thirds here. So I was like, well, I guess I can play either 2 or 3. You're supposed to play both. <sighs> That makes it four games, John. You know that. You, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you you didn't follow the rules. I did. You didn't follow the rules by putting four games up there. No, no. I I call bullshit on that. You should have played. <laughs> you you should have followed the the format. <laughs> I watched all your shit and I played your fucking awful game. You um, didn't have to do that one. We had decided not to. <laughs> So what did you think of Starship Eleven? Shit, um, it's like Gradius but bad. It's not like Gradius at all. <laughs> that's the what closest. The fuck? That's the closest I can compare it to. It's not anything like Gradius, but it's not anything like anything good. So, like, what a weird. <laughs> The missile shoots out at a fucking weird angle, so it's impossible to really aim it at all. Um, like, the controls are so shit. Like, you, you start going up, and then you'll stop going up, but then the thing will just keep going up. And, and then you end up hitting shit. It's got gravity. I wanted to die playing these games, John. I, I don't, cannot believe I don't how know trash what, your taste is. I don't know what your obsession with these games are. They are practically unplayable. They are not at all. I Wow. I don't I don't know if you just have the worst takes and uh worst uh, um opinions known to mankind. Or, I mean, fuck, you thought that Wendy's burgers are good compared to their chicken sandwiches. That's just I mean, their burgers, their burgers are fine, but they're not great. The Baconator is They're not is like the at. chicken sandwiches. Um, uh, but then, like, coming out here, with the, like, no, these games are fantastic. I, I am baffled. I mean, tell me what you enjoy about them. Um, okay, well, uh, Heli Attack has probably, like, 40 or 50 different weapons, 
that all function very differently and you can switch between them at any point and they're very satisfying to shoot with um heli attack 3 has a banger of a story um with uh like you you get like more abilities and different weapons and stuff as you go and there's secrets to find and there's more different types of helicopters to shoot helicopters and tanks and stuff and uh even more weapons that get crazy like they they like tripled the number of weapons in that game um and it they just work really cleanly and well together like it you the difference between you getting hit by a bullet and you avoiding it is a pixel and you can move that pixel uh so it's just really really precise and clean as a game uh mother load which you didn't get to play is a game uh all about digging the dirt and getting the um materials within it and it, there's quite a bit of strategy to it and you know making sure you uh can come at it from the side or from the top because you can't drill up ever as well as what upgrades to get in what order and uh, a lot of people make the rookie mistake of like branching out and getting stuff instead of doing a single um route all the way down and then you get to the bottom, and I'm going to spoil a game that's, like, 15 years old, but you get to fight against Satan, um, and uh, that's a dope fight that I've never been able to beat, although my wife has many times, including uh, a couple times this last week, because we still play these games, and uh, Starship Eleven is a fun little puzzle game with graphics effects that are pretty good for for the time and um uh it's it can be tough making the uh gaps through bombs and walls and stuff and and not dying from from blowing yourself up uh, but yeah, you can get pretty far in that. There was also Starship 12, and I think there might have been a Starship 13, and I played them all. Yeah. No, these are fantastic games. I'm glad you enjoy them. I'm... I, I, I'm honestly shook that you don't. I feel like it's something that maybe you can only enjoy now because you enjoyed it then. No, um, no, I, f I find new Flash games and I enjoy them. Because <laughs> I, I cannot with these. Um, I found I... them intolerable. I found all of them to be laggy. Motherload was just the one that was unplayably laggy. Um, Heli Attack became unplayable if I tried to make it full screen. Um, so what little I played of it, I had to do in the, the dinky little box it gives you. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's how I played them all. It was miserable. Uh, I just, um, I can't. So, I I watched your three videos. Not the Final Fantasy twelve. Don't Sleep, Robbie, and Half Beard. And, uh, -huh. uh did you rewatch them? I did. Okay. There's not too much problematic stuff in them. Halfbeard has a couple of things. Um, yeah. They drop the Arsler and... Yeah. 
they, there's kind of like a slight tinge of homophobia to it. Yeah. No, there there definitely is. Um, but um, that's about it. And this it was made in like 2008 or something. So, you know, we're removed yeah. by like 14 years. Uh, so, first off, I want to say these are not my type of humor. Um, they're, they're not something that I would go out of my way to watch. And I, I, I definitely won't be watching the rest of this stuff, Right. but it was very insightful into you. <laughs> what does that mean? Because you still talk and act that way sometimes. <laughs> like you still, you still make jokes and comments in the exact same way they do. I was shocked because I, I was like, is Wombat here right now? Or um, is is Raynar here? Friend of the channel, Raynar. Because, like, there was a lot in common with him as well. So I don't think he's ever seen it, so... I No, but he's hung out with you, and... Like, <laughs> we have been the, friends for, like, ten years, so... Yeah, like, you, you've definitely rubbed off on each other, and I see which direction it went now, because... Man, so much of you is in these. Um, like, like, it, it like what? Uh, I, I watched it this morning, but I, I can't point out anything in particular. The, it was just the cadence of jokes, the um, uh, <laughs> the the way jokes just get pulled out of nowhere sometimes, the way. Uh, with not the Final Fantasy twelve, the way things get talked about. Oh yeah, the, the way <laughs> the way you talk about games is the way whoever he is talks about fin- not final. Yeah, talks about Final Fantasy twelve. Like, oh yeah, the- like one of my favorite. The, so many of my favorite jokes from these three episodes come from that one in particular. Like the one. <laughs> the one where he opens up a jar and it's got one gill in it holy shit stop the world it's one gill <laughs> yeah like like that that the gosh my secret treasure one gill gotta keep her safe if, <laughs> if you made animated things <laughs> it would be exactly this like Except with a little bit more, you know, cop hate and and labor stuff, and but, a little bit less like, of the like, brother calling everybody Jew Bob and Jew Jew John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, um, okay, am I mishearing this? No, that's what he was saying. Okay, huh? But he is their brother, so I'm like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if if you want to know who Wombat is at his core, uh, remove the negatives and uh, not the Final Fantasy twelve. Don't sleep, Robbie and Halfbeard are just prime examples of who he is as a human being. Rugged, smooth, rugged, smooth, and I hated it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, 
that was the media that made us, and it, it apparently <laughs> really made Wombat. <laughs> I watched it when I was 12, and it's lived in my mind forever. <laughs> uh, are we doing Shipwreck next week? Uh, we can. Okay, Shipwreck, and we're talking about the end of the animes, which means and I, think that's I need you. to catch up with anime again, because, yeah, it is. I don't know that you've sent it to me, but... I don't know that I have no. either. I might have. I think you might have. I did. Yeah, yeah, I remember doing that. Haven't played it yet, but I did put it in the right place. Um, And we're going to talk about animes. The end of this season, even though it's not fully ended for some things. I guess I but... need to catch up on a couple of these... I need to catch up on, like, all of these. I have been slammed with work that I have not... I have not done anything. Uh, and then I just want to pass out and, and watch Star Trek Discovery. So. <sighs> all right, well, uh, what are you looking forward to for next week? Ooh. That is a good question, John. What am I looking forward to, to for next week? Always is. When does it next week is a good end, actually? <clears throat> it ends the 26th? Ooh. What do I have going on this next week? I don't really have anything. <laughs> um... I look for I'm looking forward to getting back into going to the gym regularly. I'm gonna get back into it this week. Um and I might I might start teaching myself art, uh, how to use RPG Maker. Maybe. I have it and I've never used it. What's up, John? You 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 doing okay? Yeah. It seemed, seemed like you had something caught in your throat. Okay. What are you looking forward to next week, John? Um, <clears throat> I I guess I'm looking forward to catching up on, like, uh, 20 plus episodes of anime. So. That's, that's a lot that's of anime. A, it is. Are you going to so be much, able to do that? <laughs> it's so much fucking anime. Uh, I'm going to have to. I mean, you don't have to. You can always, you can always cut no, some of them out. I, no, you, you say uh, <laughs> highlighting the dumbest. Of the um, yeah, I definitely could and should, but I won't. You can always uh, cut some of them out. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really should and could. That one can actually go over here. <laughs> oh, no more rising of the shield hero. Not for me. I was fixing it. I had already fixed it. You fixed it at the same time as I fixed it, so it broke it again. No, I fixed it, and then you tried fixing it. I heard the click after it was fixed. That's because of delay in the thing. It changed <laughs> no, <it's> instantly. <laughs> no. <clears throat> um. All right. So. Uh. Yeah. I. I guess that's the show. Hey, if you could share this with someone who works at uh, VML Y and R, so that they could get back to us on whether they're actually a good company or just pretending to be one. Right, we will talk to anyone at that company. Yeah, 
We will have them on the show. We will do a three-hour interview. Uh, Unless you're uncomfortable, in which case, you know, don't worry. We're not pressuring you to do anything. But if you wanted to be on the show, then yes, you could absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thanks for being here. And uh, see you next time for more of this shit. Next time on Lost. I don't know what would happen if this was lost. Bye. I don't don't like you.